Welcome to the Real Happy Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ann, the blogger and content creator at Real Happy Mom, where moms can find encouragement and practical tips for this journey called motherhood. I also have this podcast to introduce you to other moms from various walks of life. And today on episode number 51, I have Karen, and she's going to show us how to simplify systems to get the most done in our business and side hustles. Welcome to the podcast. I'm excited to have you. Thank you. I'm excited to chat with you. Yes. Oh, and thank you for being patient with me. We've been having, a, <laughs> well, not we, I have been having tech issues. So I'm just so excited that you have stuck around and we are going to get to talk about some really good stuff. So before we get into that, I just wanted you to share a little bit about you and your business. Yeah, absolutely. So hi, everyone. I'm Kieran. I'm from New Zealand, if you're wondering where the accent is from. And I'm a productivity and system strategist. I help mompreneurs to organize their businesses so that they can work part-time hours, do the nap time hustle, and earn a really great income for their family now. And that's also going to support their big dreams going forward. Um, I'm a mum of two littles. Um, my daughter is four and my little boy is almost 18 months. Um, so yeah, I started my business when my daughter was six months old. So I have been oh, doing wow. the nap time hustle, part-time hours. Um, we're just coming up to the end of winter here in New Zealand and our family's been down and out for about six weeks. So um, we, we keep our businesses running and life running as mums. Um, and hopefully I can share some really awesome tips and tricks and strategies for you while we chat today. Yes. And I think you have some very practical tips to share with us, especially <laughs> with the kiddos being sick and the hubby being sick. So this is going to be really good. Okay. So Karen, how can moms just getting started with their business make the most out of their time with imperfect systems? Mm. Yeah. So um, when I talk about systems, I talk about imperfect systems because a lot of the time, Systems feel like this big thing that we have to put on our to-do list. There's like this big tool we need to buy and set up and it's going to take a lot of our time and energy to use. Um, so I really love to focus on the imperfect nature of it, that systems need to support us to take action and we shouldn't be spending a ton of time on systems. So I just wanted to cover okay. that off talking about imperfect systems. We want to do just enough to take action and when you're first starting out, my big tip, um, I took notes also. <laughs> um, my big tip is to get clear on the tasks that are getting you results and practice prioritizing. Um, as mums, we prioritize all the time. So we're just going to extend that into your business um, because there's always going to be more stuff that you want to do than you have time for. Um, but also focusing in on the things that, that get you the real results is the rewarding part. That's the part where you can say, right, I would have loved to have spent 40 hours on my business and had the kids, you know, ha handled some other place. Mm -hmm. um, but that's, you know, that's not my reality. That's not my life. And, you know, we love having fun with them too. But what I did do in the hours that I have was fun. It was fulfilling for me and it's creating this great profitable, profitable business. Um, so sometimes when you're starting out, that looks like not creating a website right away. Mm -hmm. not starting a blog right away. It looks more like having coffee chats with people on video calls or, you know, joining um, a membership site that's going to open you up to a whole lot of content and connections and community so that you can, you know, build those relationships. So I think there's a lot of information when you're starting out and mm -hmm. put 
practicing putting it through that filter um, to take the action that is going to get you results. And when we talk about getting results, we're talking about sales here when it comes to business. <laughs> we yes. want the sales, we want that income, we want to be contributing to you know, our family and our lifestyles. So I think when we get started, we can um, sort of lose a lot of time on on lots of different things because, you know, you start at nothing, you want all of the things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we can't do all of the things at the same time. We can do all of the things over time. But um, yeah, practice that prioritization just like, just like you do in your day-to-day -day life. Yes. And would you say that this can be carried over into our home life too, as far as the prioritizing? Absolutely. Um, I read uh, a book called Do Less by Kate Northrup. And okay. one of the things she talks about there is, um, oh, I can't remember exactly exactly what it is, but that there's like one or two things that are important to us that give us the most fulfillment and the most impact. So like when it comes back to um, us as mums, like what is the one thing we need to make sure that we're doing to be the most present and available and fun that we can? And there's usually like one or two things in different areas of our lives um, where it just all comes down to one or two things. And if we can refocus our, our energy on those instead of trying to spread ourselves too thin, um, then we can really have the, the quality of relationships that we want to. Yeah, I totally agree. Because I will be honest, I am really good at making lists, but actually prioritizing them, I'm not the best. So I stress myself out about getting the house clean, getting the laundry done, and I don't make time mm -hmm. for the things that are really important. So I think that that is a very good point about picking, you know, two things, because sometimes I pick like 10 instead of just two. <laughs> I know, right? We have the long list and we have mm -hmm. to try. One way that I like to think about it is to just pick the next thing. Okay. So like, okay, I'm sitting down to work. What is the next most important thing for me to do? Is it following up with someone? Is it doing some client work? Like in, I had to do this, like I mentioned, we've been sick in my household for about six weeks. So mm. last week, my husband and I were emerging back into life. <laughs> and I had to sit there on Monday and go, right, what is the next thing that I need to do? Like, do I need to you know, pay for next term swimming? Do I need to like message my, um, my kid's childcare? Like what is the next thing? Mm -hmm. um, and often we can kind of tune into our own intuition a little bit and it doesn't have to be perfect. Like I mentioned already, just do the next thing and then the next thing and then the next thing. And I think that takes away a lot of the pressure to fit everything in. Yes, I like that. Now, what are some of the common problems that you find that your mom clients have when it comes to simplifying their systems within their businesses? Yeah. So, I mean, I touched on it a little bit, just defining imperfect systems for you, but mm -hmm. I think leaving systems too late um, in the game. And Pete, we do that because it feels like this really big thing. Um, so often when I work with people and, and people are coming to me, uh, they're at the point where they've got really busy and they've, they've had some really great success in their business, but they can't do it all themselves anymore. Um, they want to hire help or they've started to, you know, hire a VA or someone, but they still, they don't have the, the mental capacity to stop and think about their systems. Mm -hmm. So I think starting, even, even if you've been in business a little bit, whatever the next thing is, the next new thing that you're starting or adding to your business, taking this really uh, fresh approach to systemize it in, in a way that I'll share, um, it just sets you up for success down the line and it makes right now a whole lot easier. 
And the the tip is really to not keep it all in your own head. Um, mm -hmm. Stop running your business from memory, I like to say. Yes. Um, and like you mentioned, we do run a lot of our lives but from memory. So let's let's mm -hmm. keep that space clear for the um, the kids and the other important things. <laughs> yes. Um, so it can be as simple as just starting to write down little checklists. Mm -hmm. So again, we don't have to rely on our own memory to get it all right every time. Um, so for example, if you, um, if you post on social media regularly, you can be like, okay, like these are the days that I post, I'm going to decide that. And it's, um, and this is what I need to make sure that I've got set, um, when I do a post. So you might write something and then you're like, all oh, right, where, do, where am I finding a photo from? And that might take a while. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, right. Instagram hashtags, like what, am, what on earth am I doing there? So it's, it's all those little decisions that you have to make every time you post. But when you decide them the next time you do it, um, you know, write them down, create like your little copy and paste hashtags or whatever, so that the next time you're doing it, you've already made those decisions and you've, you're not using that mental energy or that decision-making energy um, every, every time. You can do that for, you know, new clients, onboarding clients, sort of any of those tasks that you're going to do, um, you know, on, on a regular basis. Um, and it can be really simple, like pen and paper on a post-it note. It does mm -hmm. not have to be like, oh, I need to go choose like a project management tool. I'm like just have a notebook that's just for these types of checklists and go buy yourself a pretty new notebook because we all love an excuse to do that. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> and then just write it down like, you know, Instagram posts and, you know, write the little little things you need to do. And you, you can um, like update and um, tweak that every time you do it because again this is where imperfect comes in you're not going to get it 100% right the first time mm -hmm. so you know write your little checklist before you do the the task then update it at the end and you might have you know forgotten something the first time you did it and after you do that a couple times you know you'll have it right or close enough when you're not you know changing what those those actions are yeah and so, you you made me think about something here because I remember when I first started blogging um, I had a blog friend who was telling me, you know, to make sure you keep like a checklist of different things that you're doing so that when you get to the point where you can hire help and get a VA that you can be like, okay, here's what I do. Follow this. And I was like, but I don't ever plan on doing that. And like, now I'm getting to a point where I'm like, I have so much to do. Like, I would love to have some help right now. now. So yeah. now I'm like, okay, now I see what she was saying, you know, to keep the checklist for, you know, how I'm. I'm posting in Facebook groups, how I'm editing my blog post, how I'm editing yeah. my podcast. So you brought up a really good point. I, I'm going to go back and make my checklist now. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And yeah, I think when you're starting out or people say that you're like, but I don't like, I can't see myself hiring a VA. Like that feels mm -hmm. so far away. But in the first instance, we can do this for ourselves. Yes. So that when you put out your next podcast episode, you remember to do every step because mm -hmm. whenever, like we're human and, you know, as mums, our brains are busier than the average person. Yes. Um, so it's easy for us to just forget a step or miss something out. And whether we remember we do it or we have to go back and fix it, that's all taking up time we don't need. So, yes, that's do it for true. yourself in the first case. Um, but it's great for when you are ready to grow a team. You've already got that information there. Um, and you just need to, like, record, do a screen share of you, mm -hmm. you know, posting that one. And then they've got that resource as well. So it, yes. it does set you up really well 
to delegate and outsource later That on. is really true. Because, you know, I was listening to, I forgot who I was listening to, but she was just saying how she spent, I don't know how long it was, maybe like a month, just creating all of her systems that she wanted her VA to do. And had she had done it before, like you're saying, you know, she wouldn't have had to spend an, uh, a month creating these systems. She could have gone on to doing whatever it is she needed to do in her business. So you brought up a really good point, not just for us, or not just to have it ready to delegate out, but like you said, for us too, so that mm-hmm. we can make sure that we have some quality control on the systems and, and the things that we're doing. So I like that a lot. So Karen, I have heard a lot about time blocking. I have mm-hmm. tried time blocking and it is very helpful, but for someone who is listening, who's never heard about time blocking, I just wanted you to share with us what it looks like and how it could benefit us. Yeah, absolutely. Love myself some time blocking. Um, (laughs) One of the things I'm really about, though, is using a tool or technique like this, seeing how it works for you and then adjusting it for it for each of us. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, my biz bestie is like, I wouldn't say the complete opposite to me, but um, she is not that A type organized. And it's really fun to kind of play with these sort of techniques with her because she's like, I just can't have that much structure. So Mm -hmm. I just want people to keep that in mind while they're listening. Let's talk about time blocking, but, you know, do as much as feels really good and easy for you um, and see what benefit you can get out of it. I always say try anything if we need an organized solution. So time blocking is simply about setting an intention for a certain amount of time in your calendar, usually on a weekly basis for a particular activity. And you can do this um, at different levels. Um, A really good one for us mums, especially with a business, is when am I going to work? Which Which time every week? And this doesn't have to be nine till 11 or like seven till nine. It doesn't have to be like actual time blocks. It could be nap number one of the day (laughs) (laughs) or it could be nap number two, depending on like how old your kids are and things like that. I did that for a really long time where um, my son's actually a better sleeper than my daughter, but my daughter would have 30 minute naps. And I would be like, right, that is one window of time in my week that I'm working. And I, I set myself up to do 30 minutes of focus work. So it, it could just, it could be flexible. So don't limit yourself to saying particular times, especially if you've got young kids and you're working around their schedules. Um, but it's really important to have a look at your week and, you know, how do you want to be spending your time? I could go into this whole, this is your one life. Like, yeah. <laughs> And it is, it is. But, you know, have a look at where you want to be spending your time and do it intentionally. So, for example, um, we're in school holidays at the moment. So next week or the week after, uh, we're going into a new term. And so I'm going to have three days where both kids are in childcare. Oh, yes. And I don't have to do the nap time hustle anymore. After four Mm -hmm. years, I get to graduate that. Um, (laughs) So I had to do this. I don't even know if I have it handy, but I I pulled out my calendar and I'm right, right. Okay. These are the hours. And then I had Mm -hmm. to look and say, okay, you have to eat lunch. You know that after you do a four hour block of work, your brain is fried and you need Mm -hmm. to go meditate or do some yoga or take a nap. (laughs) Um, So I think it's really, I mean, that's a great one as far as time blocking goes. Just start with like, when are you working? When are you doing life? And if you've got other activities, like you volunteer for something um, or you're on, you know, the board of trustees for something else or, you know, the other 
activities happening in your life, um, I found that it was really helpful to set aside time for that as well. Um, so my the play group that my my kids used to be in, I was the secretary for that. So I was like, okay, every Thursday afternoon, that's what I'm doing during that nap time mm-hmm. um, and that evening and things like that. So we we do we do take on a lot, and that gives you just some real visibility and awareness of where your time is going. You might do that and feel really. Um, abundant in time and like you've got enough to do all of the things or you might have put that all in and gone well no wonder I feel behind every week mm-hmm. <laughs> but either way you've got that um, kind of reality check and you can start to shift and change things and then with time blocking I've just gone a little bit more I'm um, like yes. within your business um, one of the really great ways to break it down at a really high level is just you know what is my client work like when am I creating content when am I, you know, interacting with my community? And when am I doing, you know, like admin? Like when am I checking my emails and paying my bills and um, following up with people? So you can, and different groups of activities will, ma- will make sense depending on the type of business you have. But even just thinking about it like that can really start to hold some boundaries for us and also expectations so that we feel mm-hmm. accomplished. Um, because once you've prioritized that list, right, it still takes yes. time to do it and it has to go into these time blocks. That's, mm-hmm. the, that's the relationship as well between, you know, the lists we were talking about earlier. Um, have a look at what's on the long list and what needs to happen next and where is it going to fit within the work time you've, you've defined. Yeah, I like that. Like I said, I tried time blocking before and it was for writing blog posts Mm -hmm. and I wrote like five blog posts in a week, which is crazy. I know, right? That's great. (laughs) It was amazing, but that was the only time I did that (laughs) (laughs) because it's just so amazing how a lot of times we think multitasking will make us more efficient and we'll get more done but we really don't and it actually takes us longer to get things done so I think that's why I was so efficient and able to churn out those blog posts during that week was because I wasn't multitasking and Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure you probably have seen some clients that are just kind of all over the place you're like hey come come here slow down (laughs) let's focus on this (laughs) absolutely and prioritizing is really about focus as well because Mm -hmm. once you've decided this is the next most important thing you can ignore the other hundred things on the list and you can just focus and get that thing done um, and the time blocking is really just about creating space for that so you don't feel like you know your your brain is split between th- two things or your attention is elsewhere yeah that's really really important to create space for ourselves but also space for these activities we're doing yes definitely now I am all about practical tips that we can implement today. So do you have one practical tip that we could start today to do better with managing our time or to create better systems so that we can run our side hustle or our business and be an awesome mom at the same time? Yeah, I'm going on the fly with this one. But one of the things that springs to mind is we, re- we really need to cut ourselves some slack. Mm, yes. <laughs> um, I, I have this thing where I always want to be six months ahead of where I am. Mm. Um, and I think all the things we've already talked about tie together so nicely. And it's, it's really about being, I'm going to sound really cliche now, but, but being present. Like we're creating our businesses so we can um, have a lifestyle. And so we can, you know, be present with our kids and have choices and have flexibility. And I think it's really important. Here's the tip part. (laughs) I knew it was coming somewhere. Um, (laughs) 
it's to stay connected to that. Stay connected to that reason why you're starting your business to have that impact on your family and your lifestyle because it is really easy to get caught up in our businesses and want to spend more time on it to get more results. Um, I have experienced this very recently, but just in general, I think, um, because our businesses also can be the time we have for ourselves mm -hmm. to do something a bit more intellectual, to really um, be able to help and contribute and um, share in the world in a different way than we do as a mum and a partner and everything else. So I think stay connected to, you know, that real, um, that real lifestyle and family reason why you're starting your business. And that's going to help with all those other decisions. It's mm -hmm. going to make it easier to say no to things because you're not just taking action this week or this month, you're building and creating this, this lifestyle for you and your family. Yes, I couldn't agree more. Now, usually I have a question that I ask and it's, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? I'm going to ask you that question, but I'm going to ask you another question that I didn't okay. <laughs> submit to you. And that is if you just have any motivational quote or something inspiring for us moms that are listening to help us just a little bit more with this whole motherhood journey because it's really tough. It's really tough. So I just wanted you to give us just a little bit of inspiration or encouragement for that. Absolutely. Okay. I have two things that come to mind. One's Ooh, kind of yes. more businessy related, but, but one, so one of them, it, it, it's kind of echoes that just the next step thing. Um, okay. I used to do a lot of fiction writing and there's, um, I can't remember who the quote's by, but it's by an author. Um, and it's about how, um, you can drive by headlights. So imagine driving at night, you've got this destination, you can't see it, but you can get there by only seeing a meter or two in front of you where your headlights are showing you. So everything mm -hmm. else can be dark and you can just drive the highway, the road, wherever, just, you know, going the next couple yards and you will get to your destination. So that's really kind of that visual analogy of just take the next step and then the next one and then the next one and you can get there. So, you know, take that and apply it to motherhood. Oh my gosh. If you're <laughs> yes. having one of those days, yes. just do the next thing. Don't worry about anything else. Leave the dishes alone. Let the washing pile up. Um, just do the next thing and focus, focus in. Another, I guess, as far as like inspiration or, or just message for mums is, and I'm in this process at the moment, creating Space kind of to fill my cup okay. and I've I've heard it you, we've all heard it a lot and mm -hmm. for a long long time um, but it's it's only recently that I've started to kind of take action and 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 do do something about it and create even just little bits and little bits of time and oh my gosh I'm starting to get emotional <laughs> and it, does, <laughs> it, it really does help you like mentally shift and be present and be open and grateful and and all of that love that is around us already and between us and our kids, it just connects us to it. I already mentioned that book, Do Less by Kate Northrup. That's a really, really great one. The other kind of resources and things that I've been playing with, um, Jordana um, Levine is great. She talks about um, the moon cycles. Um, and so I'm in her membership where we get sort of emails every now and then follow her on Instagram. She's really cool. You okay. start to learn about the moon cycles and how that, um, how our energy aligns to that and how that can influence us. So um, just last night I did um, the new moon circle that she had and it's just taking an hour in the evening for me to sit and think about and do some meditation and connect with 
with myself and how I'm feeling. And I always have like a really big aha moment. Mm. Um, and one of it, I'll share it actually, cause it's all about motherhood and kids. Um, it was about, she did this meditation where she asked us to draw our energy back into ourselves from wherever we had given it or, or been during the week. Um, and I didn't feel like I could because I was like, well, my energy goes to my kids. Mm -hmm. Like that's the main thing. And I'm pouring into them so much, you know, they're little, I'm trying to, you know, nourish and nurture them into, um, you know, the awesome people that they're going to become. And I didn't feel like I could bring that back through the um through the circle and all of the activities we were doing it made me realize that you know they yes they my energy can go out and into them but they are taking it and transforming it into something else and then it it comes back out into the world so you know we are giving so much of ourselves and our and, and our energy which is really mm -hmm. really precious to us to our kids but i think in that process it's creating more of it. And some of that can come back to us. And it's not the same energy. It's that it's different energy that they've, they've been able to transform and turn into their little selves and exude that out into our yeah. bouncing around our houses yes. and being noisy and chaotic. Um, <laughs> and, and we can take some of that energy back. So mm -hmm. that was really interesting, interesting for me to just, um, yeah, get to that place where I could feel the, um, that I could receive it back later on. Um, and hopefully that means that I can, you know, fill my well up in, a, in another way through through the weeks as well. That is really awesome. Thank you for sharing that with me. You're welcome. Totally impromptu, but I hope it's <laughs> yes. interesting and helpful for people. Yes, I think you have done given us some really great tips there. Now, Karen, if there is someone listening that wants to learn more about you and connect with you online, where can we find you? Absolutely. So my website is uh, karenhewson.com. Um, but if you want to hang out and chat, come on over to Instagram and my, I'm at Karen Hewson there. So um, hopefully you can link that up. So that oh, yes. And stuff. But, um, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, but come on over, follow me on Instagram, send me a DM and say hi and that you listen to the episode and just wanted to like wave at me. That's all cool. I love I love Instagram stories in particular because that's like the real behind the scenes oh, of, yes. <laughs> of life and mum life and doing a business as well and everything. Oh, yes. So I will for sure include those links in the show notes as well as the other uh, people that you mentioned that we should check out on Instagram as well. So thank you, Karen, so much for coming and chatting with me and being so patient with me with my technical oh, issues. <laughs> I really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much. Now that does it for this episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. To find the links in the show notes, make sure you head over to realhappymom.com slash 51. There you'll find all the links as well as a complete blog post. And do me a favor. If you found this podcast helpful, rate and subscribe. Thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you in the next one.